Welcome back to another Hello Reality podcast about the challenge, hosted by me, Eric, my buddy Joseph, the two guys who, okay, sure, we yell at each other, we bicker a lot, we fight, we butt heads, we complain, but that's just how we communicate, okay? It works for us. Eric, move your ass! <laughs> no, take me. Shut up, I know, I know! <laughs> uh, what a final... What a final, and we're, we're finally ready to talk about it about a week later, as per usual. But uh, I think this is going to be a really fun one because, man, a lot of storylines came together. It felt mm-hmm. like the right team won. Cannot believe Devin is a challenge champion and super excited that both he and Tori won this season. Uh, big picture, what was your reaction? Um, this was very surreal. Um, just watching this like actually play out, uh, like you said, what a story for Devin going from somebody who was deemed as a layup in previous seasons, uh, sometimes by you and me, not going to lie. Um, and, uh, and then you have Tori who a lot of people who have been like, Oh, she's overrated and, and all this stuff. I don't think you and me were ever on that tip necessarily, but, um, for both of them to prove a lot of people wrong with this win, I, I, it was just such a nice a way to end the season, especially because we haven't had new winners in like a while. Um, and so that was really cool. Too, yes. to just some people see some people get the monkey off their back. For sure. For sure. I felt the same way. I'm so excited that they won. This is a great way to end it. We're going to talk about the final. I put down a lot of thoughts. I think there's a lot of good. Some things we didn't like, but you know, never going to fault the producers for, for trying something new as long as it's reasonably fair. And I feel like it was. So way happier with this than for the challenge USA. I think we're going to, you're going to see a much more positive mental attitude from at least me on this final. And the last thing I'll say, big picture, before we dive in, is that I felt like thematically it just worked so well. The right team won in that Tori and Devin had by far the best communication and teamwork. We saw Nani and Bananas like bigger nonstop, like we alluded to in the intro. Obviously, Jordan and Anissa, that was a match made in hell. And Tori and Devin (laughs) came away with it. So it feels good. Yeah, they set themselves up with a, a pretty good situation here down the stretch with this final. I know a lot of people were questioning in the previous weeks, hey, do you want to send in Banana and Nani directly? Uh, Banana, I call them. Um, and <laughs> Nani directly? Or do you want to send in Mariah and Fessy? They ultimately directly send in Mariah and Fessy, and a lot of people were like, oh, well, they should have done Bananas and Nani, which it, it was kind of a moot point because they went up against each other anyway. But I think that this showed that Nani and Bananas as a pair were not that as threatening as maybe we thought. No, and I mean, I guess it's it's easy to say that now that they lost. They still made it to a final. They still made it almost as far as you could. You know, it's not like they're a bad still pair Still an impressive in season. For, for sure. Yeah, the I was going to say, the um, what I think this really proved is that well, okay, you could also say that this was the first final, if not the first one in a long time. That didn't come down to just a, a race, even if you were adding up segments or whatever. It came down to a final elimination challenge. So sure, some naysayers out there could say, okay, Devin won the one final that didn't involve finishing with a race <laughs> of some kind. Sure, okay, 
Great. Maybe got a little lucky there. But I think it goes to show that there are a lot of skills in a final and teamwork, puzzle solving. These are all super important. And it turned out to be more important than most finals. And that's probably a big part of why Devin and Tori did win how they did. But they also won like almost every leg. So, you know, they have that going for them too. Yeah. And I think that they were so dominant in every checkpoint as well along the way. Uh, from what we saw, that even if it had been a race, uh, maybe Bananas and Nani might have been faster than, than them on foot, but who knows with Nani slowing them down. But even if they were, I feel like Tori and Devin could have made up for it in checkpoints. But it ultimately didn't end that way. It ended in an elimination, which we both thought was super interesting. But uh, I guess we should take it from the top. Yes. Also, side note, I just thought of another intro to this podcast we could have done. I feel what? like we could have built this as like a hundred hour podcast, but you know, that's like an hour of talking and, and 99 <laughs> yeah. hours of breaks, just like yeah. the actual final. Yeah. Yeah. Like a half hour of me eating snacks on the side or something. Yeah. 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 Some Eight hours of breaks. sleep. Your bathroom breaks for sure. Uh, yeah. Inexplicable like nine hour delays between one challenge and the other one. We'll start at 9 a.m. in the morning, cut to 9 p.m. at night, you know. <laughs> Um, and that's something that I do want to talk about. So why don't we start with that? So overall final, we're, we're kind of covering a little bit of the whole thing. Um, not just what happened this episode. The mixed bag for me, mixed bag, hundred hours. I could do without that. I, I don't need this insane billing of a hundred hours, you know? And, and to that, uh, I also don't need a, the million dollar prize. I don't need like a, a big number to impress me. It felt like uh, 75% fluff and waiting and maybe 25% of that 100 hours was actually them doing stuff. So I feel like that was a bit of a miss. Yeah, I think it's also just a hard – like I'm not saying that 100 hours isn't harder. I think it is harder. But I think that's just a hard thing to convey to TV um, when you're reducing it to like an hour or three hours between three episodes, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, it, it really doesn't sink in the effect that it has on people because a big part of that 100 hours is just like – and they talked about this in their exit interviews was just the anxiety of like what's going to come next and just always being on your feet, like always doing something, uh, whether it's moving or running around or, or doing whatever they have to do. Um, but that that couldn't just be conveyed to us in a convincing way. I, that's a really good point. I actually had something like that written down in my notes later, uh, which was that the the challenge, especially this episode, you know, uh, where we saw a graphic that said there's 60 hours in as Bananas was doing the helicopter challenge with Nani. And then it said there were 74 hours in, 14 hours later, as they arrived at the maze. We didn't see any of that, though. So either they ran for like 10 hours straight and they didn't convey that at all. So it was like super hard, but they didn't convey the difficulty or the challenge had a ton of breaks in the middle and 100 hours is super misleading. So I feel like one of those things has to be true. Yeah, uh, but who but who knows? I feel like they probably didn't make them run all the way, but maybe they made them run for more than what we saw. Right. It's like either way, it's a little frustrating. It's like either it was super hard for them and we just like cut all that out or they like filmed them running away and they were like, all right, great guys cut. And then 10 hours later, they're like, all right, now, now it's dark. You guys can enter the maze. Go ahead. It feels yeah. a little bit off. And then ultimately for there to be an elimination, 
uh, two eliminations, actually, for it to all come down to. It was just like, I don't know, it was kind of weird to pair that with the first 100-hour final. Yes, yes. And we, I'm going to start mixing in some compliments, too, at some point. So don't don't worry. It's yeah. not all bad. But it did feel like you spent the first, like, two and a half days just dicking around. And then it's like, all right, now we're going to do, like, a few back-to-back eliminations. Uh, basically, everything you did for the last 75 hours, that came down to about a 90-second lead in a corn maze. And now, now is where we're actually going to figure out who wins. What did you think of the helicopter bomb raid? I mean, it was a cool challenge. I think it was a cool-looking challenge, cool component. Um, mm-hmm. I would have been frustrated that the bombs didn't go off all the time if I were them. <laughs> what did you yeah. think? Did you have any strong thoughts on it? I don't think I, I do. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was cool, uh, like, visually. Um, Tori and Devin killed it on their run. Um, yeah, they were great. They yeah. hit eight of the last nine throws, by my count. Do you remember how Clutch. Nani and Johnny did? They had, I don't know, not exactly. They were about five. It looked like Bananas hit like three of his last four or five shots, but they, they did really bad in the beginning. I think they got four or five, maybe six. Yeah. Um, mm. And then Joseph. was Anissa... Yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Was Anissa upset with Jordan? Uh, you mean when she said <laughs> that like uh, Jordan, oh, like a, a happy Jordan is a good Jordan. So sure, Jordan, you can throw all the bombs. It did seem like she was a little upset about that. And to that, I would say, I mean, come on. Like, obviously you want Jordan. Jordan can take 100% of my bombs any day. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just a no-brainer. No ego for me. If me and Jordan are up there, maybe I throw one, and then if I miss that one, I'll give the rest. But yeah, give, um, yeah. give me one. <laughs> let, let me throw one of them. They'll get a few shots of it from a few different angles. Make it look like I tried, and then like take it from there, <laughs> please. Yeah, this is just another attempt by Nisa to editorialize in the confessionals, which is really annoying. Yeah, I I agree. I was a little annoyed by that too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a no brainer to give Jordan everything. Like, I don't I don't get that at all. Yeah, here's a positive. Don't worry, we ha- right. we have some what? good Anissa moments later. We do, we do. It's a mixed bag. Nani, Nani as well. Um, you know the winners, Devin and Tori, they kind of got a generally more positive, you know, <laughs> consistent uh, edit there. But yeah. I want to say, Joseph, you know what I was really pumped about besides the challenge, just in general, being pretty fair. Like, I, I, I didn't see any, like, blatantly annoying, unfair, stupid parts like there was in the CBS show. Very happy with that. Uh, there's yes. also 100% less Sudoku than the USA final. They dropped that down quite a bit. And yes. that made me really happy. Yes. Well, you know, it could it could come back. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> I feel like they're not That's even going to touch that again. It's the next mercenary. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, the global world championships, we got the cast for that. We might talk about that at the end. You yeah. never know. Maybe they'll well, we bring it back. We know Danny's got it on lock uh, if that comes up. But um, So they do get to this uh, corn maze uh, where they all have to find like these different camps. Did it make sense to you why they're, like, one team was in one camp and one was the other? I did want to talk about that. I'm very confused. I all I have are theories, Joseph, but they're conflicting yeah. theories. I have two theories and they can't both be true. Okay? So, theory number 1 is that the second episode of the final, last episode before this, so much nothing going on there that it feels like that episode was supposed to end in an elimination. 
leaving us three teams for this final episode. That that kind of makes sense, right? It, it feels like that, that was just kind of a lot of filler going on in there. However, the other thing that kind of makes sense to me is that the Corn Maze, there were supposed to be two teams at each camp. And then maybe they work together to get to the end, or maybe they don't. Maybe working together is good, and that the first two teams to get there to the finish line don't have to go into the elimination, but they don't tell them that. So you kind of reward people for having good teamwork. I, I don't know. It, it feels like it should have been two and two, though, right? But that can't yeah. be true if there was supposed to be an elimination in the episode before. So what do you think? Do you like the I, – I, I don't know what they were thinking. Like part of me thinks that maybe they were trying to do the, okay, these now these two teams of two are going to work with each other. And you both have to make it there first in order for you to be safe, which I think would have been interesting. But that could have really screwed somebody over. (laughs) It could have, but at least it's random. It's like, all right, you know, you 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 guys choose uh, where to go. Each team gets to choose which camp to go. It depends on who finished first in the last challenge. Like maybe get a little bit of advantage that way. I don't know. It would have made sense at least. If there were supposed to be three people going into this corn maze, you would think they would simply have three different camps, right? Two and one. Yeah. Or just one. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand what was going there. So yeah, they probably anticipated that Olivia and Horacio would still be there. And then who knows what they would have done. I feel like they would have done what we're saying because they don't care about screwing people over um, or fairness or anything like that. And this actually would have been kind of compelling. So, Well, I, I would have liked it because to me there's a difference between like unfair and unlucky, right? And in this case, like you, sure, some teams could really benefit by the luck of the draw, but at least every team had an equal chance to like go anywhere, you know? Um it, that's different from unfair, where the, the the teams like don't get the rules explained to them properly, or it's uh, like a freaking soccer challenge in the middle of that one final, the duel, heavily benefiting someone from playing soccer for no reason. Like that just doesn't feel right, you know. So I, I would have mm-hmm. been fine with it. I think it would have made a lot more sense. Two people in one camp, one person in the other, and then making it seem like they had a decision, like, ooh, which path do you take? Which camp do you go to? When that's utterly meaningless, um, yeah, a little bit of a miss. Didn't really get that. Yeah. Um, I thought that this was one of the most aesthetically cool things I've ever done, though. Yes. Oh, so much so. The colors, yeah. the bright neon colors, the theme, the fact that there wasn't like a heavy-handed theme like spies or double agents or whatever. I feel like that really was a palate cleanser for me. And the corn maze and TJ yelling at the top and the microphone. Oh, it was great. What did you yeah. think about it? Um, Just the color schemes, just the grandness of it all too. The thing they built in the middle of this corn maze. And yeah, TJ with the uh on the speaker it was just very like the production value i was just like it, it was like out of a movie like and you could see like the contestants themselves were like they were obviously anxious for what was about to come but i think they were also caught up in how cool it was i think even somebody there said it it was like tron or something like that <laughs> uh which yeah i to- i totally felt that um and yeah it was just it was dope so uh great job producers Loved it. And I would like to draw a distinction between some seasons, which have had about a million 
explosions scattered throughout random challenges all season long. That's production value that feels wrong, misplaced. This in the final, making this big grand maze, feels awesome. Reminded me of uh, Survivor's Final Four Vertical Maze Challenge in Vanuatu for any Survivor overlapping fans. It just feels like, wow, the scale matches the moment and yep. it adds to the experience. So, yes, loved it. And I, I thought that usually we're not a fan of having like an elimination in the finals. Um, but I thought that this was fair to have it come down to a race um and whoever gets there first is safe yeah and then the I, other two I didn't have to mind go it. in i didn't mind it one bit either um and i think that's it it just feels like every team had a reasonable chance it wasn't like a total crapshoot i mean it's not like the longest maze ever but i think they were out there for a lot longer than it seemed um so yeah for that reason i didn't mind it either i didn't think i was gonna like it at first i gotta be honest like i thought okay this is weird it should be a race and i i still really do miss the days where a one day like massive race final or uh, like a two day like overnight component or whatever i i feel like that feels a lot more grueling and meaningful than this hundred hour final but the fact that they had meaningful enough eliminations balls in and then this like four or five hour long like grueling epic final elimination i was like okay this actually is working for me i i can deal with this i'm, I'm willing yeah. to give this a shot and exactly i think balls in is honestly kind of the perfect elimination because it doesn't necessarily just come down to size if you're quicker than somebody more agile you, you have a chance um for right. sure uh nani had anisa <laughs> on the ropes throughout this despite her own ineptitude oh my god dude this was unbelievable <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah first of all should have been called into the circle with the rules change um that that is another sticking point for me uh but yeah tori and devin they seemingly breezed through the maze from a podcast with them they said they finished way ahead of other people they just took the right pass every step of the way so a little bit lucky there better lucky than yeah. good we get to this elimination and wait wait we got to talk about uh bananas and nani here because like they're running up the corn maze and and nani is like i understand she's hurt but she's like mad at johnny for like telling her to hurry up when they're in a race <laughs> i yeah thank you for reminding i can't even begin to describe how frustrating this would have been for me. But we're assuming Bananas does a good job of taking the responsibility, but we're assuming he didn't know about her like injury at all. And and like I, I can see that being really frustrating. They're both yelling at each other like nonstop. You know, this this was kind of just a little bit grating to watch after a while for me. Yeah. On on his podcast, Johnny said that he feels like Nani like on free agents, he was like, she was really close to winning. Had she like done this a little bit faster here, she could have beaten Laurel. He said he feels like she has a gear in him and in her that can be unlocked. And he didn't feel like he was getting that out of her in this moment. Mm, yes. A diplomatic way of saying uh, like Nani, did you even want this? Like, are you not giving it your all? You know? <laughs> right. And not only that, but like if she's... Uh, if she's doing her best running through the thing, you know, and she can't run that fast, then fine. That, you know, she's doing her best, right? But, like, 
once they get there and then she's like still upset with him for like telling her to hurry up and everything like that and like that was like she let it go yeah, they made for just a really bad pair out there. And as as we were kind of joking about in the intro, uh, please shut up about how that's just how you communicate. Like, it's it's garbage. Your communication is garbage. You're both just yeah. screaming at each other nonstop. And yeah. I would have been frustrated probably in either situation, although I can certainly relate to Bananas more as someone who, like you, you did wrestling, I did cross country. We love endurance sports. And I feel like if I was with a partner who didn't seem like they were really giving it their all or you know you felt like they could they could push themselves harder and they weren't and it was so meaningful and you worked so hard to get there I would have probably lost my shit as well I have to be honest Yeah for sure I think that like at certain times during this final I get why Nani gets annoyed with bananas cuz even when she gets mad about something that's unjustified, his way of combating with her is just like, he doesn't make it better. You know what I mean? At all. No, um, definitely not. Um, and, and like, if he just would like do what the other great partners in the past have done, which, which, and bananas knows he's supposed to do this, right? Which is just like apologize and move on. Like if he would just do that, then, you know, they're, that would solve a lot of their problems, but he just has too much pride to do that. Right. This is why I'm so impressed by people like Landon in the past who have managed to just bring out the absolute best in people and stay cool in a super high pressure situation. Like that's the skill that I don't think I have at all. Yeah. And it blows my mind that you can do that. <laughs> and yeah. it also gets the point gets driven home when you see a performance like this. Like it's it's not easy. But as a seven time champ, but uh, he he can't you know make the correct decision all the time. Sometimes emotions get the best of you out there. And, and so we saw that uh, they they lost the maze. Yeah, and, and, and now and they're gonna have to go into a limb. One more thing I wanted to point out is Johnny asked was asking Devin like an innocuous question where he was like, "So what direction did you guys go in?" And he pointed slightly in like Nani's direction, right? And then she like pushes his arm like out of her face, and <laughs> like it was it was wild. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, seemingly uncalled for. A little bit, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if, I don't know, that's, that's one of those things where like, I, we're not there. It's hard to say how hard she punched him, but uh, that's probably it was not definitely cool, out of line. Right? I, would, yeah. I, I don't think it was hard by any means, but it was definitely just like a very like childish reaction in my, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not, no one's going to make a big deal out of it, but just another yeah. case of being a bad partner, you know, right? Right. For me. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough final. They're, they're all but, like, stressed <laughs> out. But also, like, I understand sometimes if I'm naughty because, you know, bananas is annoying to us in like 40 <laughs> minutes. You know what I mean? I can only imagine 100 hours worth, you know? Right. And like, for instance, uh, we, we find out in a podcast that Bananas uh, had a little friendly bet with Devin, seeing how many times he could stick his ass out of his pants over the course of the final. He, I think he was shooting for seven, one of which got aired um, in that first episode of the final. If he's doing stuff like that, you know, mugging for the camera left and right. And then you get to like this day of a final yeah. and he's pissing off even more. We get it. And it's <laughs> sure, like, we understand. It's, 
It's like they both just have different perspectives, right? Where Johnny's just like, hey, I've done this. I can win and, like, moon people. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, this, I've won mm-hmm. this show before. Whereas, like, Nani's like, hey, man, can you take this seriously? Because, like, I've never won before. And, like, she doesn't know what it takes. And so they just – they're coming from two completely different places and just Very different. understand each other on that level. But then, ironically, a bit it flips as they get closer to the finish line. And then bananas is the one who's like, "Nani, like, why are you not giving your all? Like, why are you not taking this more seriously?" Right? So, yeah, they were just yeah. never on the same page. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we do get this elimination balls in. Like we said, we th- thought it was pretty fair. Uh, but they had a slight variation on this. Uh, as opposed to the other ones we've seen where I guess if you just get the ball in the circle, right, and touch the ground is all you had to do, right? And, and this that was, was terrible. That was good enough. Yeah. <laughs> this was so I guess, bad. I guess they said that they've changed it for safety reasons. Yeah. But, like, were people getting that injured during balls in? <laughs> like, like that, and we just didn't see it? Like, I, is this a thing? Well, obviously, your beloved Chet suffered a potentially <laughs> face-threatening injury yes. uh, back in the day. Yes, check cannon uh, to Frank Sweeney. He definitely would have won uh, that elimination <laughs> had that not happened. But that's besides the point, Eric, because even in that elimination, they they had that little – he got injured during the you know portion that you see on this episode where people are colliding into each other outside the circle. Uh, I don't see how the basket itself is harmful, but – I'm not out there, so I'll assume that they know what they're doing, I guess. I well that's that's a wild assumption to make of the challenge. <laughs> well, well, because well, well, because like if everything else that they have on the show is like so unsafe that if they deem this unsafe, like there has to be something there, right? Oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, Let me give my perspective, right? So first of all, hilarious that all of a sudden they care about safety with something like this. Olivia's on the sidelines thinking like, excuse me? What? You can't even like get near this metal crate and yet I can shoot a golf ball with like some backyard rigged uh, slingshot with no face protection? Like, why are you choosing to care about safety now? (laughs) You jerks. Second of all, Oh, I, I get man. it. That didn't look like a great thing to run into, but it was the way it's handled that I have a problem with. Like, sure, if you want to improve your safety, all for it. I think that's a great decision. But you can't just put the container there and say, like, it's it's balls in, except you, it's really just getting the circle. That makes no sense visually. It's not pleasing to watch. It doesn't feel great when someone gets into the circle. The rules are confusing. And here's an idea. How about you just make all the edges rounded and make it a little bit foam padded? And I was about to say that. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. Just make it made out of plush. It's not like we need it to be made out of steel or wood or anything like that. Like, I, I don't know. And it's just so arbitrary. They're like, sure, you can, we're still going to do a million heights over water challenges despite the litany <laughs> of serious injuries over the years. But heaven help you if you accidentally trip and fall into this uh, metal box. Like, yeah. no, we can't have that. Yeah. Tony ruptured his spleen and Leroy almost died over heights over water. But we're still going to do those. But Someone this basket of balls in. Who's it's that? It's a real Siobhan? terror. 
Siobhan, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. That was probably the worst one of all, for sure. Katie? Don't forget Katie. I just uh, rewatched her- the first episode of Cutthroat the other day, and I couldn't believe of course you did. Siobhan was a team captain. <laughs> let's not get sidelined. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, let's but, cut ourselves off before we go down this path. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the ball's in. Uh, this was worse. <laughs> Bring back the basket, make it softer, because this was this was so this was why Nani was so confused because she's like us, like she's like these rules are stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about Nani though. So yeah. sure, I can I can I can understand instincts taking over, um, but this had to be the all time greatest choke job in the challenge. <laughs> she got so. By the way. Out. That can't, this isn't even close to that. There's, I feel like there's been way more, but go ahead. Okay, well, I would love to hear them because knowing <laughs> not, not once, but twice, making the mistake where you've already won, all you have to do is not do anything to win, basically. And not once, but twice, missing the hoop as she just like walks into this ring and then screaming at bananas for getting frustrated by her i think this is like just quintessential nani coming up short mentally she just doesn't have it to win a final this is like the most clear example of why that's the case and i i would really love to hear either your defense or who did a worse job in a final (laughs) <laughs> um i don't know about in a final but i'm just like thinking like choke jobs and like challenges in general uh there's a lot of danny moments that come to mind right now but um nani in this she got saved by the fact that they didn't lose the elimination right like had they had, had they lost the elimination and she went home then yes for sure but i think that keeps it from being the worst um the first time was understandable Right, you'll let that go. Um, I mean, it's not great, but sure. It's not great, but like we were talking about before, this has like whole new rules. How many times has Nani watched Balls In in person and seen the way it goes about? Like, right. I get it, fine, whatever. Not great, but it's a mistake. The second time... <laughs> <laughs> but then she does it again. <laughs> And not only that, when Johnny calls her out on it, she gets like indignant with him and says, I know. It's like, no, you don't, Nani. Clearly you don't. Oh, that was man. that was so annoying for me. Like I, I found Nani to be quite insufferable this episode. Between that and the cinder block challenge that we're going to get to, which reading between the lines a little bit, she was making a lot of mistakes on that too and getting just as upset and being like really tough to work with it seemingly never took ownership over anything that she did this final i i found that to be just uh really unpleasant you know that's you want someone who can admit when they make a mistake and and move on right right um we like people who own their shit i haven't seen her after the show like on instagram and stuff like that i haven't haven't seen what her rhetoric's been but um um to highlight something good um anisa i thought despite her injuries showed a lot of fight here um yes and seeing post show what those injuries actually were um man big props to her uh i don't know the exacts of it but i just remember seeing at the top of my head but i just remember seeing it and just being like oh my god like she was like she must have been in real freaking pain so 
props to her for not even thinking about quitting seemingly in the moment and just powering through it. Um, also, like, Anissa's not stupid. Like, she knows that her and Jordan probably aren't going to win, uh, even if they get past this. So for her to persevere through that, where I think a lot of other challengers would have been like, hey, I'm good. Uh, yeah, it just shows why she's a legend, uh, despite never winning, and why she's been on the show for so long. Well, okay. I mean, let's pump the brakes. Uh, you had me until the last <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that was gonna. I don't even know if I agree with that hundred uh, percent when I said it. But um, <laughs> but but you can't you can't deny that she has a lot of uh, strength in certain situations, and uh, she's you know she definitely surprised me here with her perseverance. No, this was awesome. This was such a cool moment. Super proud of Anissa for going for it. Like that that's insane. That's like one of the all-time like fighting through your injury moments. And the the way she said, "The ball, TJ. The ball." It's like, "Oh, chill. I really wanted it to work out for her. What a crazy victory that would have been if she could have pulled that out." And the craziest thing is Anissa and Jordan, they could have won that fight. I, I was actually, actually right after I was literally thinking stewing on that as you were talking. Yeah. In like 37 out of 38 finals or whatever, like they, they are dead in the water with an injury like that. But yeah. this was the one final the elimination where you actually don't need to run. Like it would have been a disadvantage, but none of those yeah. stations are, are like out of the realm of possibilities. So. I think Anissa would have probably killed the first one actually where they're pulling the things out. Um, that might be tough on I a bum she... ankle, but maybe. I mean, if it's all it's all arms, it looks like for the most part. So um, I, I feel like she would have done pretty good, at least on the first couple. Um, and with the puzzle portion, I don't think that there's a male uh, this season who's better at Devin than puzzles. But I think there's a female, and I think it's Anissa. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, she... I think Anissa and the combo of her and Jordan together... That they might have won. <laughs> yeah, uh, it probably would have come down to. I mean, it certainly would have come down to the last two stages, and we really have no concept of how fast Tori and Devin were at that. So definitely possible. So yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen it. It's really a shame that Jordan had to wear his long sleeve shirt that day and lose that that last one. They they had a win and in moment, but. Wasn't meant to be, and this is the end of the road for Anissa and Jordan, the unlikely ride-or-die pair. Um, they made it a long ways through the season. Impressive performance by Johnny in this el elimination. Uh, going against somebody who Johnny's probably got, what, 10, 12 years on, uh, age-wise? Probably more. Um, and to keep up with his speed and everything like that, to get a grip on him. And being smart enough not to wear any loose clothing, which a lot of times, seemingly, that's what these things come down to, is that somebody is thinking one step ahead and the other person isn't. And Bananas is usually that person thinking that step ahead. Yeah, it really did seem like that was a factor. I mean, you can see the slow-mo uh, Bananas grabbing at the jersey, and it seemed really hard to prevent someone from getting in the circle. So certainly might have mattered. And... 
Uh, props where they're due. Bananas is one of the best at gaming each of these situations that he's in. And I will also say that in Nani's defense, her defense was great. She didn't she didn't chicken out of uh, going after Anissa hard. She took her down a few times. It was unpleasant yeah. to watch, um, but no one could blame her for for going for it. If Anissa's going to play, you have to just play it like you normally would, you know, yeah. and go for the legs and try and take her down. And, and she did a good job of keeping her out. And let me just say this about Nani because we've been giving her giving her some grief, like when. I thought that Anissa was going to mow over her, at least on the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think that Anissa would have mowed over a lot of girls around Nani's size. Um, so props to Nani for, you know, obviously she had to compensate for the injury, which I thought Anissa was very... This was another great moment for her where she was just really cool about it in confessional. She's like, yeah, I would probably do the same thing. Like, she's trying to win. Like, Yeah. So. Yeah. Good moment for both of them. And a little bit of redemption for Nani. <laughs> um, you know, closing it out and keeping Anissa out after, what, the first round or so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in that sense, deserved. And, uh, man, she she really, she really got bailed out. Because like you said, it really, history is dictated by the winners. If they lost this, would have been one of the most all-time bad choke jobs. I still think that it was one even though the results don't uh punish her for it but i'll put it aside i've said my piece and we got a we got a final elimination to talk about unless you have any other eulogies to give for jordan or any jordan um you know this was a good season for him overall i think to even make it to a final um was impressive um obviously he got eliminated and had to come back in but this show's really weird um and Mm -hmm. uh, and not a bad season from anisa too we know her limitations we know what they are but there are other times where i think she surpassed our expectations and other times where we're like okay this is about what we expected um jordan loses a second balls in uh this season um one to horacio and then the one of the bananas Obviously, that's always going to be his Achilles heel if you want to get rid of the guy. Yeah, Jordan's track record in eliminations is so insane. He's really only lost, what, these two balls in, Hall Brawl, and like one other elimination? Maybe two? I guess the pole wrestle with uh, Fessy. I don't know. And. And what the, Hall Brawl he lost, though. I don't know what you're referring to there. But. Didn't you lose Hall Brawl to, to Fessy as well? Or someone big, Nelson? Uh,. I can't remember for sure. I'll look it up. But the other one yeah. was the the wall climb where they're punching holes uh, yes. in the drywall with yes. uh, bananas. So like really bananas every is really his Achilles heel. It's seemingly, yeah. Um yeah. bananas has got his number in some of these. So another unfortunate elimination for Jordan. Yeah, this is about as good a result as you could have expected for the two of them uh, at the start of the season. So you know, good for them. And now it's time to figure out a winner. And we got this uh, final elimination, which, again, I feel like in learning about it post-episode, way more grueling than it even looked. Like, I don't know, it must be hard to really convey exactly how much they're they're doing here. But from what we heard, it was like four or five hours or something like that. Like yeah. an hour per station outside of the first part with the getting the, the spikes out. That's crazy. I remember- I remember I saw somebody on Reddit being like, 
look, I dissected this elimination and I figured out that there's no way it could have been that long. And in my head, I'm just, how do you fucking know? <laughs> like, First of all, like, like, <laughs> like that, that dirt portion looks like it could have taken forever to me. Um, I love your Reddit user voice, by the way. You should keep using that <laughs> whenever you're talking about Reddit recaps. I don't even remember how I did it. I just did it. But, um, but yeah. So uh, this looked like to me that it was pretty hard. I wasn't sure when they introduced it at first. I was like, oh, this is just the elimination that Kenny, uh, you know, uh, the, the real Kenny Clark, the official Kenny Clark, and Horacio <laughs> did together. But this one was much harder and I wasn't upset at it. Uh, a lot of that might be, or not might be, it is because of the way it played out. Um, had it played out <laughs> differently, I would have been very upset and would have talked about how this was all bullshit. But it worked out. It did. It worked out really well. I loved it. it it's, I still would prefer, I loved it for what it was. Okay, let me, let me add that. I still vastly prefer a grueling, long, single segment race. Okay, I feel like no matter if it's a blowout or not, that just feels the most meaningful to me. However, for what it was, I liked it a lot, in large part because the cinder block puzzle I feel like is perfect. It it fits the season. It the looks wise, it looked great. You need strength, a lot of it. You need a lot of endurance, and clearly you need good teamwork and mental capacity to figure it out and to to not give up or to not make a mistake. In doing it. So I feel like it tested a lot of qualities and made the winning team feel fairly well deserved. No, I agree. Um, at the beginning of this, we see that it's the elimination that Nelson and Fessy did against each other on the first room. And Bananas is pulling away at first. He's at least two ahead of Devin at one point. And we're mm-hmm. like, or at least I was like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I did not feel that way. And you know why? It's because in her confessionals, Nani just seemed dead inside. Like she did not do a good job convincing me <laughs> that she had won this final. And neither did Bananas for that matter. But Nani especially, no joy. There was no joy in her in delivering these confessionals so i not to read too much into the edit i can't imagine it must be really hard to do confessionals after you lose but some of the ones they included um i felt you can you can see a difference so i hope i'm not alone in feeling that well also too when i saw that uh like devin and tori were doing their confessionals together in color like coordinated like style i was like they really doing that if they lose together (laughs) Right. They seemed, on the other hand, very happy <laughs> to be doing these confessionals. Yes. And rightfully so. But anyway, yes. si- that side note, you know, aside. I wasn't thinking that much about it in the moment. I was, like, very worried. I was like, oh, no. Like, it's fucking, it's just like what I thought it was going to be. Fucking Bananas and Nani are going to win this whole thing. They were setting it up the whole season. But no. No. I know. And and yeah. just to be clear, too, I didn't even start thinking that until, like, the very end. It really wasn't until they started talking about this final elimination that I started thinking, you know, it was it was pretty clear that Tori and Devin won. So they got me the rest of the way. But uh, no, no, the, it turns out that the lead from the first part, completely meaningless, because this was the most one-sided puzzle 
of all time. And there are a few good moments here from Tori and Devin protecting the front of it when they noticed that they, the Banani team was a, a whole row off, which, by the way, I, I want to ask you something. I, I noticed something in the rewatch that Tori and Devin, they had their front row an extra row off as well. Uh, from the from the jump, and I wonder, was that a mistake? And they realized when they were doing the back because they did the back correctly, or was that was that intentional? Is it possible that they did that so that the other team wouldn't realize that they were wrong? If what they did this on purpose, there's no way we wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, like, right. there's just... no way that Devin wouldn't have milked the shit out of it in a confessional and explain yeah. what he did. And there's no way they would like, that's my take on that. But though I, I like the idea, but I think like this just, I, I didn't even notice that, that what you just said. So I don't know. It, it makes, I, but I just feel like they would have shown it. Right. No, they would have. I think you're, you're totally right. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as I said it to you, I was like, no, 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 I realize. But, uh, but did, imagine. And I think it's imagine. the same thing with how, the way they did the puzzle. I saw some people crediting crediting them with that online. Like, oh, that was so smart to do the puzzle that way. But I was like, maybe it just – I think it just worked out like that. Um, yeah. And it was kind of a happy accident type of thing. Me too. Me too. But – Either way, they definitely noticed it and did that part last and saved that for the end and then tried to block it. So credit to them. Great awareness doing the puzzle. Very methodical. And it's one of the things that doesn't always translate to the viewing audience. Just simply not making a mistake at this point of the final. You know, uh, 99 hours in or 30 hours of action in, however you want to look at it. Uh, still... The fact that they could do this puzzle and not make like an essentially game-ending mistake, um, very impressive. And I really liked Anissa and some others giving Tori and Devin credit for just being great teammates and super methodical in this part. Yeah, I think that Devin had a good mindset here. When uh, Tori was getting excited over what was going on, you could tell he was just like, let's just finish this and, and do what we have to do. Let's not, you know count the money before we you know it's one right and it's this reminds me of a saying where i feel like i know it from poker but you can't uh you can't win the final on this challenge alone but you can certainly lose it as we saw bananas and nani do so yeah with that attitude in mind they took their time and didn't screw up and that was really the difference that was all they needed this time so and i think once you saw even before they realized the mistake, Nani and Bananas' communication was breaking down once again. And I think yeah. that was the moment where I was like, oh, no, this is what the story of the season is. The story of the season is that these two couldn't fix this thing that's been a problem for them the whole season. And it's ultimately going to be their Achilles heel because this – to me, had they been more focused on what they should have been doing instead of focusing on who's right about what or whatever and, and like been good partners to each other mutually, um, maybe they're not so clouded with anger that they're focused on what they're doing and they don't make that mistake. Yes. The story really came together at the end. And we're seeing them at their worst, of course. Uh, it's, it's a show and they're out there a long time. So 
over the course of like the whole month this season is filmed or whatever, we're seeing like there, I'm sure there are a few very bad moments in insanely high stressful situations. So I want to acknowledge that, but it's it's the same as in any sport, any big event, anything at all. Like they they really uh, broke down at the end, communication wise, and that played a direct role in making mistakes in this puzzle. Tori and Devin were really just fantastic at that the whole way through. I don't think we saw really any moments where yeah. they slipped up, and that's really hard to do. I think so. This the theme of the season, ride or dies. It really came together in this moment in a satisfying way for me. And if you ever watch these partner seasons, like that's always how it goes down. It's like the people who were getting along the best, Johnny and Tyler, even though there's some wonky stuff in there. Um, and then you got the rivals too <laughs> with CT and Wes. Um, I feel like, you know, all those seasons, you know, that's the common theme if you want to be a champion. Yeah, it is. And mentioned it earlier, but Landon and Carly, too. I don't know if there are any clear, like, negative teams there. I don't remember other teams' performance all that well. But clearly, yeah. they, were, they were the best at For sure. uh, being, you know, super positive and supportive and all that. So, look, there's probably something if I'm guessing, it. If I'm guessing, Kenny probably just told Laurel to hurry the hell up. I think she was really <laughs> the one who was uh, slowing them down during that final. Um, yeah, but... something... Something tells me Kenny wasn't the most supportive teammate ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't come off like that type of guy to me. But um, yeah. so um, the job's not done. Once they solve the puzzle, uh, they have to go through these other ones. And you just st start to see the realization come over Johnny's face that I am watching this final slip away and there's nothing I can do about it at this point. Yep, that was essentially it. Game over. It would have been cool to see it come down to more of a close race. The last two rooms, they looked tough and grueling, I'm sure. But we didn't really get any of that. It just looked like them uh, pulling chains for a few seconds. I, is, is I actually saw. thought the way this ended was very compelling. Like, I don't even know if that would have, like, been better or worse. Like, I, I, I thought that this moment here of, like, the devastation on Johnny's face um, and you know his confessional and everything like that um it was just like all very dramatic no you know what you're totally right yeah i i take back what i said i really like it when they show us exactly what happened out there um and i guess what i meant was i'm amending what i said what i meant was more that we didn't really see these final two parts at all like we didn't see what they came down to and they looked like they would have been cool but I totally agree with what you said. I think you're so right. It, it was a compelling ending to the story. Uh, and the contrast between their like realization of defeat and even giving up when they realized they were like two hours behind at some point or an hour and a half behind it. And then us like realizing as we're watching it, like, oh, oh my God, Tori, they actually won. They did it. And they're yeah. realizing it. And then we get the whole montage of like where they started and where they ended as, uh, as, enemies to friends um i mean i could have stood for that to be fleshed out even more but it was great it was a great culmination of the season yeah and uh we've spent a lot of this podcast talking about how johnny and nani lost uh but let's talk about how devin and tori won uh this was great uh to have i think everybody in the fan base was pretty much rooting for them uh to win i didn't really see much uh or if, if any detractors really no 
I didn't either, and I think it's partly because they're both like reasonably popular. I know I sure enjoy watching both of them, and also it's great to get new winners. I think everyone usually roots for the new winners, the underdogs, and so in that way it made it for a really good ending. Uh, yeah. What do you want to talk about? Like, uh, Let's talk about them. What Tori and Devin, they got the yes. monkey off the back. They got on the board. They're champions now. What a world. What besides <laughs> great teamwork did they do so well this season? Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's the first talking point is their game this season. And obviously they benefited from a little bit of luck at the beginning. They go into the first elimination, win that on their own merits, but then Johnny comes in and wins the first daily, which typically would not be a good thing for Devin. Uh, but it was actually really good for them and kind of set them in motion. And then from there, they didn't really have to win, right? Uh, they uh, they were really never anyone's pick. And I think they both played pretty good political games, especially Tori, honestly, who at one point got Fessy and Johnny and them to sending Kenny against Horacio, basically, um, mm-hmm. a- instead of sending in Devin or Jordan, her two main guys. Uh, and then the next week, Jordan backstabs yeah. Fessy. <laughs> uh, that was a huge move for for her because not because I don't think she knew it at the time, but then you know she gets back with Devin later on, and maybe she suspected there would be something like that. But then Jordan and Nisa end up in the final with them, which was like a great team to be in the final with them for obvious reasons. Um, so no. I, I think they played a really smooth political game. I know people were giving. Devin at grief at the beginning for his deals and stuff like that. But even though it comes off as bullshit like us to the viewers, I think he seemingly did a good job of not really having that come back to bite him. No, I I think that's a good summary. And I will add that his one week, two week, three week deals, what have you, I, I feel like they actually kind of work for him because we talked about this through the season. This was a bit of the Devon image rehabilitation tour. And he certainly is never going to have people not think of him as a gamer and a schemer. But I think he also is coming away with a reputation of being like a fairly honest one. Like, I don't think he, uh, maybe he's convincing me and fooling me, but I don't think he really betrays deals rarely if ever he tends to like just cut a lot of deals but like stick to them and kind of look for little mini win-wins throughout the way and i think he somehow managed to win and come out of this with a better reputation than when he started so yeah really impressive by him and tory for all the reasons you said uh tory just going around politicking cutting deals herself and getting people to make decisions that benefited the two of them seemingly every step of the way from the first week on yeah i i think that tori's always been good politically uh, i think she got even better this season and i think her strategy has gotten better over seasons i think Devin's always for the most part had good strategy but his political game has just not been there he's hasn't really been able to get friends uh like tori has but i think last season you started to see it that he was getting that mastermind stuff a little bit. But for me, I was like, okay, let's see if this lasts, right? Um, let's see what he can do next. Um, and what he can do next is win apparently. So apparently, 
Yeah. 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 No, it, it really came together in a nice way. And I'd also like to say that Devin and Bananas repairing their relationship and kind of intentionally coming into the season as allies and sticking with it the whole way through, it really it paid big dividends. Like, it worked big yeah. time. They got to the end. And I've always like- thought... Uh, let me let me finish this. Thought Go ahead, and yeah. I want to hear what you said. My my thought has always been that I think too many times in in this game and Survivor, especially other shows, Big Brother, whatever, too many people really want to like lock up a guaranteed win in the end and will go after their rival a little bit too early or go after like their partner. I mean, but someone who could be a, a big competitor in the end. And I think that that's often the wrong move. Like to me, my philosophy would always be that the power of two tight, tight allies who trust each other working together, it's just so strong and so powerful that give me a, give me a final appearance and I'll take my chances against another good team that I can work really well together with the whole way through. And, and we saw it in the end. They got all the way to the final two. And it's not like, like Johnny was paired with Sarah Rice or like right. Cora or, you know what I mean? No offense to Nani, but I think that was probably a part of Devin's thinking was like, you know what? I can't, I might not be able to have the final I exactly want with the exact people I want, but if I can at least get to the end with somebody I got a, a good shot against, I'll take that, which sometimes you do have to make the, you have to settle sometimes. Exactly. I yeah. think that it was the right decision and clearly Bananas and Nani were not invulnerable in a final. If anything, we were probably underrating Devin and Tori's chances. Although I, I I know the format was different than it usually is, but even so, it didn't look like Bananas and Nani were um, a powerhouse that they might have seemed on the back of Johnny's reputation as a seven-time champ. So yeah, uh, so- good strategy, good strategy all around by the finalists. They they did it. It worked once again. The vets destroy the rookies. Joseph, will anything ever change? Um, no, probably not. Uh, but like, I think that we kind of like that, right? <laughs> like, cause otherwise we would not keep coming back to the show because that seemingly happens every season. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to see new things happen. Uh, and here at least we got new winners. Um, yeah. but I mean, it's, it just makes sense. Experience, more connections. It's a really tough hurdle to overcome. And, what and I, you know what? Yeah. He, it's not like the rookies didn't have multiple chances throughout the season to take control. Like they had their opportunities and they just whiffed them like they always. Yeah. It felt deserved. You know, the, the returning exactly. players just played better. So that's right. really what you hope for. And then like, let it play out however it does. And let's also mention Olivia and Orasio. Like that's really what you hope for. At least like one or two rookie teams to stand out, make their mark yeah. and make you say, ah, oh, yes, they're great. Want to yeah. see them back. And that was definitely Olivia and Horacio. Super unlucky that their final got cut short. Hopefully we get some eye protection next time. Olivia's lucky to be alive uh, also, incidentally. Yes. Uh, after that accident. So cool to see them come back out. And I really wish we could have seen what they did in the final. Um, that's really the big regret for me or big what if. Because I feel like they could have yeah. done really well too. I feel like they could have done well, but I don't think they would have won. Just because I think, like, it's hard to win on your first final. and It is. Uh, and uh, we saw Olivia dying during that one daily. I just don't think they would have done as well at the puzzle necessarily either. 
um, at the end there. Not that they would have been bad, but I just feel like the other teams would have been better. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me throw something out there, though. I think they were closer to a win than it might have seemed. If if they get to the end against Devin and Tory, then I might pick Devin and Tory. But if things shake out a little bit differently, Olivia and Arasio, I don't think they're losing balls into anybody. So if they find their way into the final with Bananas and Nani, for example, I think we're looking at uh, a rookie win in that situation. So it might all come down to a different corn maze. So they they were they were super close in my eyes. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they couldn't have done it, uh, but I just, I think, like I said, experience trumps in that way. Um, if anybody could have done, could do it though, it would be them, uh, as well, a pair. Bananas has all the experience in the world and they crumbled in that, uh, puzzle. So with this particular final which, and the fact that it came down to that puzzle, I could see it. Uh, I which, wouldn't pick them over Devin and Tori, but I could see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree to disagree. But on that uh, thing you just said with Johnny, uh, he did kind of like blame Nani in a very diplomatic way on his (laughs) podcast for that whole thing. He was basically just like, yeah, I decided at that point while we were fighting to kind of defer to her and what she would have done it and what she (laughs) wanted to do. And I should have taken control there. So that was my fault. Um, it was my fault we lost. <laughs> yeah, this is what I meant earlier when I said reading between the lines. You didn't have to read too closely. You didn't need prescription glasses to see what Bananas was saying in his podcast. And like he phrased it really nicely. But I think what he's saying is exactly that. That like uh, Nani messed up and it got to a point where he just... You know, he wanted to take control and be kind of like the, the the overseer of the puzzle, but ultimately did not do that. Didn't want more fights and chose a suboptimal strategy. And that was probably a big mistake on his part. So yeah. I got to say, Nani, I think, really found a few ways to lose this final. As It doesn't bring me any joy in saying that, although I wasn't rooting for her. Uh, but I do think that she uh, kind of, you know, she earned the loss, honestly. And so did Bananas. So I want to talk about Tori and Devin just real quick if we can in terms of where they rank now. Um, oh, my amongst, gosh. Amongst their peers. Um, <laughs> Top 25, baby. No doubt. Yes. Yes. So uh, and that's in reference to Devin's tweet. So I guess we'll talk about Devin first. Uh, Devin tweeted the other day that he was in the top 25 challengers and that, and he said that he's in top 25, even if he doesn't win this season, because it was before the finale aired, uh, which in my head, I was like, no, you have to win. Like you definitely have to win to even be in this discussion, but now he has one, uh, Eric. So I'm looking at the top 25 men right now. Um, is, is Devin better than Leroy? Oh God! Yeah, this 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 is quite the question. What yeah. an insane question! Like to, to even think that this is something that an otherwise sane person would say. Wow! <laughs> Just imagine asking this like six years ago, five years ago. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, even two. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's probably better. Um, okay, so call me crazy. 
but I think it's actually a question. Yes, like Leroy destroys Devin in most eliminations, but what's your metric for who's better? Because between the puzzle ability and his, his newfound uh, decent en- enough endurance, I think that he Devin might actually have like as good, if not a slightly better chance of winning in a final. Is that insane to say? And then his political game has been great. I don't know. I, I think I might bet on Devin over Leroy to win a season. Am I an I idiot? Think, um, I think Don't Leroy's, I think, well, I think Leroy is still better. Um, I think that he's gotten really unlucky, right? Um, in, in, mul- in, in yeah. multiple instances. Um, like the fact that he's competed on 11 or 12 challenges, like, at least four of those are like things that aren't his fault, really. And then you got like War of the Worlds 2, where he gets screwed on the puzzle, which, you know, if you're Devin, you might say, well, that's something I'm really good at. So is Leroy really getting screwed there, or is that just a weakness in his game? Um, so, right. I, it, you know, there's definitely, it's definitely, it, it can be debated now, right? Because Leroy doesn't have a ring, um, Devin has one now. I think if Devin wins one more, I think that you got to say that Leroy, that he's better than Leroy because these seasons are just so much harder to win nowadays. Okay, yeah. I I like how you qualify that answer because, I mean, I would say Leroy got unlucky that there was a little bit of a puzzle elimination that you couldn't just time out on. Like, that's that's not the norm. But mm-hmm. puzzles are a big and known component of the finals. And I think that to just look at him and say, like, oh, he's so much stronger. He's a good political player, too. Like, uh, he should be a better player. I think that's, like, really ignoring the fact that if Devin is competent endurance-wise – the puzzle ability really can put you over the edge in a final. And we've seen Devin do like really well um, in two finals in a row now outside of the last uh, running stretch of the previous season. So that's where I'll I'm s- coming from. But I could I I see it either way. Devin's really good at checkpoints, um, like um, four finals, like the slingshots and, and stuff like that. Uh, Leroy can't swim. Um, so I don't want to pile on Leroy too much, but, um, and then we got like people like Frank Sweeney, Tyler Duckworth is, is Devin better than them? Like Mm. I would say, I would say no. Um, but those guys I'm looking like at a list right now and they're ranked like 20th or something like that. Okay. Okay. What list are you going off of anyway? So it's just some, this is like a Reddit, this is like a Reddit, this, yeah, it's like a Reddit thread where I think people... Uh, just voted, and uh, yeah. It feels dirty to say, but I don't know if it's all that crazy to think he might be somewhere around the 25 mark. Thinking about those names, I don't know. Tyler's won twice, but I mean, I think they're comparable. Frank seems way better, but he's also like a pretty tough partner to work with sometimes. Super small sample size. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah not, not outside the realm of possibilities right it, it's like if you were to put frank on a million seasons of the challenge would it always play out with him being on top like maybe but you could definitely see challenge houses where he's like the pariah and people are like i want to get rid of this guy right 
Um, what about Tori? Is she in the top twenty-five of female <laughs> challengers? I think. I think she. I think this win, because uh, I'm looking at another list right now that has her like sixteen, right? And then the people ahead of her are like Paula, Susie, Veronica. Um, it's like. Could Tori be like Cam's number nine? Like I feel like you gotta say Tori's better than Cam at this point. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. And this was a really like not not a real question. I, she easily, easily. I don't know why it's so much easier to say, but it, it is. Uh, because I'm looking at a different list too, and she's like probably top twelve, like a, a seemingly at least. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to compare against some of the older classic seasons that you know so much better than me. But mm-hmm. yeah, this this win really does a lot for Tori. It really puts her over the top ahead of a lot of other people. And I'm never one to say like championships are like the end all be all. You know, I think there's luck involved uh, every time, uh, just like in sports. But it it goes a long way. <laughs> it's yeah. not nothing. So right, yeah. I think like now I could I could be like okay, I think that she's better than Paula. Probably. Um, and yeah. There I think she might even okay. be better than Casey. Oh, wow. That's... That, that I... I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. Um, unless you're counting confessionals. And, like quality of confessionals. <laughs> Is that a factor for you? Can I just say, I've been seeing Casey on like Nani's Instagram Live. Just like clips of her. And she seems like... She's like a different person. <laughs> Like, like some of the comments she makes, like on the lives, I'm like, wow, she seems like funny. <laughs> Maybe this is how she keeps getting cast. Cause I actually saw, I saw one too. And I felt the yeah. same way. I was like, yeah. Oh, d- does, is she just really bad at sh- confessionals? Like the, does the show bring out the worst in her? Cause I Maybe feel like she doesn't want to embarrass nothing. her family or something. And she's just like very like guarded. I don't know. I think there might be something to it. I, I'm willing to give her the benefit of the doubt that she's way more charismatic and personable anywhere outside of the confessional booth. Because yeah. this show, it's like less about their actual living situation and more about the confessionals than ever. And I think that's easily her worst trait is how she delivers stuff. They're just all scripted. They're all like, they say nothing really while saying something. Uh, but yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So Casey, please just like, do, do whatever you normally do in, in real life in the confessional booth for the love of God, yeah. because we know you're getting cast on every goddamn season from now until the end of time. And I'd really like to enjoy that experience a lot more than I currently am doing. So Fessy, same for you. Yes. So, um, we have Tori is definitely top 10 and Devin is top 25. I think I can co-sign that, although I don't know all of those names off the top of my head. So, uh, but sure, who cares? Yeah, let's do it. And then one last thing I wanted to mention too: the the thirty eight k given to everybody else by Tori and Devin after they win. Thoughts on that situation? I wouldn't like it if I was on the if I was on the show, like if I was like another competitor, cause then I'd be like, Oh, so if I win another one of these, like I'm like going to be expected to give all these people this money, even if I don't like them. <laughs> Joseph, you're really worried about that. I, th- I would have thought you'd be pumped for the precedent of the third placers and fourth placers of the world getting some amount of money in a final. Oh, uh, cause that's what place I would end up in. 
I would think both of us would. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not taking. Overjoyed. I'm not taking offense to it. I'm just asking. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, no, no. That's, I think this is great for both of us. Is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I guess that that is one aspect of it. Yeah. But actually, yeah, you're right. But it's like it's at the end of the day, it's like, and everyone's been saying this, but like, can the producers just fork over some money or take it out of it automatically? That way, it's like not incumbent upon these people. And the answer is no, because now it's gonna be a thing, right? Where it's like, oh, oh, they didn't give the money, <laughs> and then like next season, people are coming after them. So if it yeah. adds some drama to it, they're definitely not gonna take it away now. I God, I, I hate it. That's really why I bring it up. I think this is a really nice move by Tori and Devin. Um, it's cool that they were given money in the last season by CT and KC. And now it's not even like a factor. It's not like a built into the game at all, but they're still doing it. Um, I think this is also like kind of a prudent move for the future. I just really hate that they have to do this. It, it really annoys me when a show gives nothing for the runners up. It just feels wrong. And it Especially, feels like it's pu- purely to be able to say like a million dollars for the winner. It's like, oh, God, imagine how many viewers are going to not watch this season because you have only like $750,000 for the winners and 250 k split amongst everybody else. Like who... Who cares? No one cares. Just make it feel fair. God. Like, Olivia destroyed her face, like, doing this. And you're not going to give them anything? Like, Yeah, they better be paying for all of her medical bills. I, I assume that that's the case, but maybe I should not assume that. I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't assume that. God, if that's not the case, I mean, that's insane. I'm that's sure they're so paying insane. for some of it, but I doubt they're paying for all of it. All right, now I'm gonna look this up afterwards, but yeah. that's that's for me to do. Um, God, that'd be depressing. Joseph, we spent a good amount of time on this one. Uh, any closing thoughts on the final, the season, our podcast? What's on your mind, <laughs> or should we call it a day? I thought this was a great season um, overall. Big stuff. Like, like Casey said in her Instagram live. With Nani, there's too many damn episodes. Let's <laughs> let's fix this, people. Let's fix this. Um, yes, a challenge season should be no longer than 14 episodes in my mind, um, especially when these episodes are an hour and a half long. Like I, I come on. Uh, so either we yeah. need to start with less people, or we need to stop bringing people back maybe to every freaking round and introducing new teams. That might also help. That um, was wild. Remember yeah. when we were netting, like we were still at plus one team for the season after three episodes. That was, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if we didn't do that. Uh, it wouldn't be like this. So uh, just a couple suggestions, but this was a big step up um, going back to the classic themes instead of the, the movie themed seasons um and satisfying winners there were some cool moments throughout it uh terrorist of love was probably my favorite um (laughs) but yeah man um and as far as the podcast goes uh you know hopefully we'll be back for the next all-star season but who knows yes Yes. Uh, so as for the season, obviously I agree with pretty much all your thoughts, man. I think it's pretty clear that this is not coming from the 
show's best interest, the 90-minute episodes, the longer seasons, like a three-part final, a two-part reunion. This is... This is some network higher up executive, some Viacom executive saying, we've decided that this will bring in the most money for us. So like make it fit, you know, put that square piece into that round hole. And this is what we're getting. It's not in the best interest of the show clearly, but it's never going to change. I don't think and not anytime soon. It seems to be the direction we're going in. So Yes, a lot of fluff, a lot of extra stuff. God, I can't believe I missed the days where we had only an hour-long show. Isn't that insane? How far yeah. we've come from the early days of the challenge. It, was, it used to be yeah. so much more just like sometimes nonstop it's, action and drama. It's crazy. Yeah, sometimes it's a half an hour. And it still felt like they got everything in. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but, but big step in the right direction. The challenge felt a lot more like decently explained and fair. We liked that. The theme was uh, just not over the top, not overdone. The colors, the music all season long, I felt like has been awesome. I've really been getting into it. I liked the, the music that stuck in my head as they explained the rules for an elimination. I like keeping that consistent. I thought that was a cool touch. And then all the selections throughout the season were great. A lot of things, I guess, is what I I'm love to say. A lot of things to like about the season. That, but I, yeah, I, I love that the last minutes of the episode were spent with Tori and Devin to the Modest Mouse song "Float On." I thought that was a good way to end it. Nice. I did not notice the name, but I enjoyed it. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure I'd like that song too. "Float On." Now I'm gonna look that up. It's um, it's it's kind of popular. I, I'm sure. Look, Joseph, we, we know I'm music illiterate, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I just had I to tease you. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. It's, it's um, one of my... I'm, it's like some people have face blindness. I have like music title blindness or something. I don't I don't understand. That's just how yeah. my brain works. It's bad. Yeah. But yeah, still a few things on our wish list, to be sure. Uh, some people that would rather not get cast every season. Some, yeah. you know, uh, different, shorter episode, like blah, blah, blah. But I'm really happy that it was a net good season. We had a good time. And also, my last thought, uh, my, my last thought, sorry about the podcast, is that, yeah, we've been pretty sporadic, I got to say. So if you've been watching listening and you're still listening as I'm talking right now, uh, we don't deserve you. Thank you so much. It's been really fun for us to talk about this, but I feel like, Maybe throughout the season, we we both have had life come in the way or felt a little bit of that burnout sensation that hopefully is a little bit relatable. So I don't want to make any promises about the podcast in the future. Maybe we cut out certain shows because it is it does feel like it's never ending the challenge uh, these days. But I'm not sure. So stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully we can figure out something that's more consistent and sustainable for us and uh, you know I'm, I'm sorry for the sporadicness of it we want to be more consistent we didn't do a good job of that at all so tbd yes. on that that's all i can we say did. right now tj would look at us and be like guys I'm, I'm really disappointed in you um you know you guys know you can do better and i'd be like we didn't quit, right, tj yeah we, we, we didn't, didn't quit. quit we did not quit um we took and just so breaks. you guys know, we're definitely not podcasting the world championship. Like that is oh my God, no. not going to happen. <laughs> so if you, were, yeah. if you were wondering, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we might watch it, but to dedicate ourselves to podcast about uh, Sarah Lucina over the course of 45 episodes <laughs> or however long it's going to be, not ideal. 
if there was ever any doubt over whether we would watch it or let alone podcast about it, that doubt was removed with the cast list being revealed, which is a kind of a shame because there's a lot of people on that that look great for the show and that are that are interesting. But I, I can't love do having Darrell back man. as always. Yeah, Wes and I'll yes is is fun. Theo yeah. coming back, Kelly and jo- a lot of. A lot of big names. A lot of big names on that. But the final of the last season left such a bad taste in my mouth. It's almost like I feel like I'm going to sit out out of protest. Not that that matters in any way, shape, or form. But it will make me feel happier internally. So yes. definitely not And it will also it. give us a break. And, you know, we can hopefully maybe come back with some more fire. Yeah, we'll read some recaps, listen to some other podcasts about the final, see how that goes, and reevaluate. There we go. The challenge, I will say, this is another cold take, but with all these spinoffs, that and All-Stars, they started out seeming to be more distinct or like that was the idea. It just feels like we have a bunch of different seasons and versions of the challenge now. They're all blending together. Their casting makes no goddamn sense. All-Stars is simply like the challenge slightly older edition at this point. Yeah, especially when you have like multiple people from the challenge going on all stars and then they go back on the challenge and it's like, all right. Yeah, who cares? For sure. The challenge, CBS rebranded as USA. It's 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 a mess. No one knows what they're no, doing. No, I there. am very much looking forward to All Stars 4. Very much looking forward okay. to Okay. And on that positive note, I'm ready to call it a day and a season. Joseph, this has been a joy to podcast with you as always. My uh, ride or die. Every, every week we did it. Yes, ride or dies. We'll always be talking about reality shows. That much is is true. It's just a matter of when. So hopefully you'll hear us again soon. This has been a season of Hello Reality Podcast. No ads, no music, just, just rambling. So yeah. uh, that's our brand. Like it or leave it. <laughs> no, no, don't leave it. Don't leave it. Don't leave it. Don't leave it. I didn't say that. <laughs> just like it. Just like it. All right. See you later, guys. (laughs) Bye.